Welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, my name is Robert Lamb, and this is The Artifact, a short-form series from Stuff to Blow Your Mind focusing on particular objects, ideas, and moments in time. Artifacts have long enabled human beings to create for themselves the defensive and offensive features found naturally elsewhere in the animal kingdom. We lacked the talon, but invented the dagger. Devised in our minds and created with our hands, weapons and armor of some sort can be found everywhere humans spread throughout the world. In many cases, the form and function of traditional weapons are much the same, but there's still a huge variety in materials and form. One of the more fascinating specimens of human weapon craft is the Maquiitl of Mesoamerica. In the Nahuatl language, the name means handwood, and it served as a ferocious weapon for various peoples of this region, including the Maya, the Toltecs, and the Aztecs. The Maquiitl may be described in various ways, often comparing it to other tools and weapons. As the name seems to imply, it is a handheld length of shaped wood some 70 centimeters long, a little over two feet. It was wielded with two hands, though a shorter variation also existed. The tendency here, of course, is to compare the weapon to either a club or a sword. And this was certainly the case when Spanish forces first observed the Maquahitl during the 16th century. But this is a weapon of wood, not metal, unlike the typical sword. Yet early Western commentators noted its exceptional cutting ability, this due to the six to eight blades of obsidian set into the weapon on two sides. As such, it is easy to think of it as a toothed blade, or is it a toothed club or mace? As pointed out by Marco Antonio Severa Obregón in his 2006 paper, The Macuajitl, an innovative weapon of the late post-classic in Mesoamerica published in Arms and Armor, it is perhaps far more reasonable to consider it neither. He writes, quote, The Macuajitl cannot be called a club since it did not fulfill a bruising function, and it cannot be called a sword since a sword's characteristic functions are to pierce and to cut. As such, Obregón argues that the Macuajitl is a uniquely Mesoamerican weapon with no Western counterpart. He also points out that the origins of the weapon are murky. There has been some confusion regarding the classification of similar weapons, and there is both much that was lost to the destruction brought by the Europeans and much that remains archaeologically undiscovered. But it seems the weapon emerged between the early and late post-classic period in central Mexico as a response to changing battlefield necessities. Archaeological evidence of the weapon technology is scant, but the best-known original example of a macuajitl was destroyed in a fire at the Royal Armory in Madrid, Spain, back in 1849. But based on accounts, artistic depictions, and recreations, it seems the weapon was indeed quite fearsome. The sharpened blades were more than capable of slicing through flesh and even fracturing bone, though the obsidian would have broken on contact with the bone. As Obregón points out, the shattering of the blade's edge in these instances would have created microflakes of obsidian that would have made healing all the more difficult for the victim. But the wooden form of the weapon would remain strong. While some of the blades would break from impact, they would remain set in the wood, and the Macuajitl would remain a viable weapon for the remainder of the bloody battle. Tune in for additional editions of The Artifact each week, hosted by either Joe or myself. As always, you can email us at contact at stufftoblowyourmind.com.
Stuff to Blow Your Mind is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.